Hello, dreamers of all ages, and welcome to the Disney Adults Podcast, the podcast where we chat all things Disney, like real adults. Let's meet our ghost hosts. I'm Mint. I'm Mabel. And we have a special guest tonight. Muse. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wasn't sure if I was We should have gone over this. <laughs> we we listened before, nothing. so I knew this was coming a little bit. <laughs> we rehearsed nothing. We went into this completely just willy-nilly but yeah we have our friend muse here tonight to do a trip report because she just got back from disney and all of its wonderful 50th anniversary and halloween celebrations and we're very jealous yep and not subtle about our jealousy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah yeah um we are going to start with our disney facts and then we are going to ask muse some questions about her recent trip so mint what is your weird disney fact for this week uh, so my weird Disney fact is about Star Wars. Um, obviously, the Yoda that we know and love today in the movies was an animatronic puppet that was created by the Muppet master, uh, Frank Oz. However, the original plans for Yoda were to have an actual monkey play the part and wear a mask. And there are photos of this monkey in training wearing a oh, really God. horrifying mask. Um, oh my god well that's gonna have to go on the blog i've never known this or seen this and i i don't know if i want to yeah um luckily there was a crew member working on the project who had worked on 2020 or 2001 space odyssey and pointed out that the apes used in that movie's opening were a huge like ball ache to work with and it was enough to convince empire's filmmakers to basically like fire the monkey and (laughs) You know, create the Muppet Fire that we know monkey. today. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, like, if you, like, look up this, mu- like, and the mask is really scary. Like, it doesn't look like Yoda. It looks like something really horrifying. Okay, so my weird fact is that there is no chewing gum sold anywhere at Disney World. Walt Disney didn't want guests to step on gum, so he banned the sale of chewing gum in Disney World. So if you really like chewing gum, you better bring your own. We bought a whole bag of Eclipse and brought it. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that like spot on Exhibition Everest where like everybody throws their hair ties? Yes. I just imagine like people throwing their gum there too because people are gross. And Walt knew that. And that's why he he (laughs) predicted the future of Disco Yeti and banned the sale of chewing gum. so excited to live vicariously through this trip report uh real quick do you just want to tell us uh the dates that you were there just so like everybody kind of knows like for planning purposes what the dates were of your trip yeah yeah um so we arrived october 2nd and then we were in parks october 3rd i think through we flew back on the 11th so third through the 10th we were in the parks and at the hotel uh we were at the hotel from the 2nd to the 11th so so you basically arrived like two days after the start of the 50th yes yeah and i did not so i looked up when are when are the lowest like attendance um after you know we we were ready to plan a trip and it was supposed to be like the first week of october (laughs) and i think (laughs) or the 50th stuff got planned um and i was in a another discord about walt disney world where people were like it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be insane it's gonna be so busy and so that was intimidating back then but yeah yeah so 
why don't you just kind of like take us through like what did you guys do like where oh first of all where what hotel did you stay at did you stay on property we did we stayed at the coronado springs resort which i have not stayed at before we've stayed at uh port orleans and then uh pop century before and Mm -hmm. so i've really in the past i've really liked staying on property and we did enjoy it this time but i'm getting nervous about like um, I and we can talk about like the early hours. That was what they have now, yes. like thirty minutes yeah. early. Um, we can talk about that in a minute. And then, like, you still had transportation to the hotel because the Magical Express is still running. Um, which but if is you're my listening to, to this after January first, twenty twenty two, it will not be. That's going away. So dumb. So you dumb. Have to pay for it now, and there you have to book directly <sighs> from yours. Yeah. Wow. So you'll have to pay for that ride. They'll still do everything. I think it'll still be pretty seamless because it's the same company and the same system. Right. Right. You have to pay for it. Yeah. They're slowly taking away all of the benefits of staying in a Disney resort. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's, I always said I would never stay like off campus again. But now that they're taking away all of these benefits to staying on campus, I'd rather just save money. And it's so expensive. You could stay at like a a true luxury resort off site, and like they would probably like it's Swan and Dolphin. Like it's technically on site and it's technically third party, but like that's a luxury conference hotel, and like you could still get transportation to the parks. Yeah, yeah, we've thought about doing the same thing, um, like booking through Costco or something. And yes, and then you could still do the mirror stuff because I assume they go to that hotel too. So yeah, um, and then we. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say real quick, like, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, like, if you have a Costco membership, like, look at their travel deals because they do have things worked out, like, with Disney, like, packages you can get. And they're pretty good deals. Yeah, I looked into that a little bit when I went back in January 2019, and I almost booked through them, but then I looked into the DVC rental stuff, too, so... That wound up being the better deal for what I was looking for, but it depends on what you're looking for. Right. Because they are absolutely great deals. So what did you like about the hotel? Like, if this was your first time staying? Uh, so we stayed, You, uh, I had not known you could do this, but you can put in like a room request beforehand. Like, usually about a week oh. beforehand, you can call. And I mean, you're you're on usually on hold for a little while but i called and put in a room request because i looked online about where was the best place to stay on property so we were in casitas five casitas one through three are the premium rooms Mm -hmm. um and so we were right by a bridge there's a big lake in the middle of the property like in the middle of the hotel that the entire hotel surrounds and you could walk on a bridge to their like fancy restaurant in the middle and then walk on another bridge right over to the like uh food and the bus stops and it was really nice to be close. Uh, like we could walk to the the very first bus stop that picks up people first, and then we were always dropped off at the second one, which was right by our hotel room. Occasionally they drop us off at the first, but most of the time they just went to the second one. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It was nice. It was a beautiful hotel. It did feel like a premium experience. It felt a little different from Port Orleans, where Port Orleans, like. A lot of the activities are located near the hotel mm-hmm. rooms, and this was not like that. Like there was a a water fountain right outside our door. Most of the activities were up by the bigger hotel, the tower. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It felt like a really like nice hotel, and that's one of the moderate grouping ones, right? 
Yeah, it is. It's not. It's okay. not a deluxe. Yeah. So I, I felt like it was good. Bus experience was mostly good. You did occasionally, mostly at night, you'd get people like with their masks off. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the time, it was really nice. We did have one time where a bus, when we, the morning we were going to Magical Kingdom, we ended up going and barely riding anything because we were trying to hit the early opening and mm-hmm. the bus was late. And it was like mm-hmm. a bus for 30 full minutes. And yeah. so... Yeah, it was bad. It was really right, bad. And that's your yeah, that's your extra time. Yeah. Right and there, so yeah. yeah, like the park was already open by the time we got there and the line for uh the the dwarves mine train was super long and I was just like we've done this before, it's fine. Let's ride a couple of rides that are shorter and we'll go back to the hotel room. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And that was the one nice thing about um in the past we've gone with family has been there at the same time as us except for the first trip. But often when family's there, like, they want to stay in the, the parks the whole day. Because they're, mm-hmm. you know, in a condo five miles away. Right. You know, right. From property. Not even, like, property's huge. So, yeah, you know, like, they're in a condo five miles away. So it's taking them 20 minutes or 25 minutes to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so they'd want to stay in the park all day. But it was nice to just be by ourselves. Because, like, then we could, we'd often, and we did have a park hopper. And so we often, and we did do the, the water parks this time. I can tell you about that. So we oh, often yeah. just like head back to the hotel, take a nap or rest. And yeah, it was really nice. So So what were are there any COVID regulations? Like what are the mask requirements, if any, that are happening there, right now? There are, and they're pretty much like I've heard sometimes they're not as well enforced, but like if if a cast member saw you, they reminded you. Um, and is this inside, outside, inside. everywhere? Inside. Yeah. Outdoors, you didn't need to have one, but if you were in any sort of attraction, you had to have a mask on. And they had signs posted at the doors, and they'd always have a cast member at the door who would be saying, "Put on, you, you'll need to put on your mask before you go inside. Um, and we even, when we rode, what was the, the, the Avatar ride? I'm forgetting the Flight of Passage. Um, when we rode Flight of Passage, we had a guy who, uh, I think he was drunk, like, and it was 7.30 <laughs> in the morning. And I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't observe, like, I didn't make that observation. My husband did, and he's usually not, like, looking at people, but he's like, I think he was drunk. He kept letting, pulling it under his nose or taking it off to drink out of his little, uh, like, hydro flask. And they reminded him, like, yeah, that's, I was worried that that was the case. Uh, They reminded him no less than five times. And then that's what, like, different cast members were reminding him as we were queuing, because that's Mm -hmm. a pretty like complicated queue yeah. and then we finally get in right. the ride and, and the girl was just like you either have your mask on or you have to leave the ride oh yeah <laughs> and so like some of them are pretty good about it and like i would say 95 percent of the people there were good about it you occasionally had someone with it under their nose but like i said people were reminding them so most people were good about it it was not as good on the weekend when i think they probably had a lot of people who were not there like from across the country in right. the bathrooms. In the bathrooms, a lot of people were like, oh, there's no cast member here. I'll just do whatever I want. Yeah. So, Please but, just listen to cast members, people. They make yeah. almost nothing. They've had a long day. Just do what they say. Just, just be nice. Think about <laughs> the last episode where the guy, the drunk Navy guy, assaulted three of them. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> he tried to take a cart for a joyride and got mad when cast members tried to stop him, so he punched them in the head. Oof. Oof. 
So yeah. you were there right at the beginning of the institution of the new extra magic hours, which is that all of the parks every day open up half an hour early. So what was your experience with that like? So we did end up doing rope drop a lot more than we've ever done it. There's no, <laughs> there's no fast pass. And right. um, Genie Plus hadn't started yet, or Genie, whatever, e- either service. Genie oh, had that reminds me. Genie we have to talk about that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, <laughs> that my started gosh. yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I was hoping it would start, but it didn't. And so uh, we, the lines were the lines, and that's that's the reality. Like, there was no, I would meticulously plan our day before. And now it was kind of like, well, what we do in the morning is what we get access to, and then we'll come back at night and try to get access to some of our favorites. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get a half hour. <laughs> and realistically, like, you guys probably know this, but, like, they let you into the park before then. But right. they just have you, like, queued up in an area. And so we right. did we did two mornings where we tried to hit Rise of the Resistance. And so you're like lined up back to where Toy Story Mania used to like queue. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and I mean we did that first thing in the morning. We probably stood in line for maybe twenty minutes, but like just standing was probably ten minutes and then it was ten minutes of walking through the ride. Um, because you're yeah. slowly walking with everybody else. Right. So we got on really quickly, and like that was definitely a benefit. But if I was not a hotel guest, there's no point in doing rope drop. Like the right. lines aren't going to be that much shorter because all the guests just got in front of you. <laughs> um, exactly. So there's really not a point in doing like if I had told some guy that was like, ah, I want to get on Rise of the Resistance, but the line's always so long by the time we get here, and I was like, everybody I'm talking to is saying come back at night. It was like the last hour or so you could get on it because the virtual queue for Rise was gone. They only had a virtual queues for Ratatouille at that point. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize was, that, that they had gotten rid of the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, they did it like three days before we left. And I was like having a panic attack because I was like, <laughs> I really want to go on this ride. Like Jake and I are huge. Like we built the lightsaber. We built the droid. Right. Huge star. We have uh, we had I have had planned both of us outfits each day. Like I did a Jedi outfit, a smuggler outfit, and then a Leia outfit. Um, so like that's part of the big reason we were there. That's all new to us. We haven't been there since Rise, since Galaxy's Edge opened. Period. Um, so it was I like it sucks that it's not the extended hours that were previous. Um, but it was still good. Um, I'm kind of bummed. I di- didn't have the forethought to buy Boobash tickets, so we mm. didn't go to that. But we did do like like uh, your husband actually turned me on to the whole uh, after hours thing, and yeah, we did that right. last time. So like, uh, it is worth not getting a ticket that day and just going to the after hours thing. It's Absolutely. a little more expensive, but like the park is empty. It's so know? nice. Yeah, we've mentioned that a couple times that it the after hours. Yeah, you're sinking money into it, but it's money well spent. Yeah, like you can, the amount of rides you can do during an after hours party is just crazy. Yeah. Yep. We rode, uh, last time we did it, we did uh, Expedition Everest like five times in a row. Yeah. 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 Solid choice. (laughs) Great choice. So what was the overall crowd level like? You know, we're at a really interesting time where, you know, people are traveling again after COVID and like, obviously you were there right at the beginning of the 50th anniversary celebration. So what were, what did you think the crowds were like in comparison to like the before times? The before times. <laughs> so on the weekends, it still felt pretty crowded. I'm not like super crowded and the lines weren't like crazy long, but, um, and we, I don't know. It didn't feel 
horrible to me. It definitely felt crowded at times. Like we were in Epcot our last day and that I felt like, oh gosh, this is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's, it's also the food and wine festival. So that oh, yeah. was, and I yeah. think there were, of, there were a lot of people who I'm sure were local cause they were nicely dressed with perfect makeup in the Florida heat, you know, like, right. Um, they know how to weatherproof that makeup. Yeah. I have no idea. I stopped, like I stopped using foundation like three days in cause I was like, this is <laughs> it melted just off melts off of you. Yeah. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Um, it was busy those days, but like the other days, it wasn't horrible. Like it was okay. I think it was hard because there was no, there's no crowd management system happening because there's mm-hmm. no fast pass. There's no, no, there's no system to like get some people through the lines quickly while others are doing standby. So the lines are just the lines and you either stand in the line to get on something or you don't. Um, I did, we did find that like we timed it a few times and the times reported for lines were about 10 minutes longer than they actually were yeah um yeah they do that they actually do do that on purpose a little bit because then people are like relieved when it's shorter they always because if it's longer people get pissed yeah they always add a little extra time just in case their calculations were off yeah so we got on uh we got in line a 30 minute line for tower of terror and it was actually like 17 minutes um yeah and so i felt like the crowd levels were okay uh the merchandise uh, like on Main Street, the shops on Main Street were nuts in Magic Kingdom. And I oh, saw I like on TikTok, <laughs> like the yeah. videos of people like in the Emporium, like it's crazy. Like, well, yeah, when we went to Magic, the like this would have been the seventh or the eighth, I think we went to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was the first day, but right. they're continuing to stock some of that stuff. And yeah. so, like, I would I would see people like grabbing stuff and um that's when we got your soap the soap dispenser i sent you i bought three of those i bought one for you and one for my mother-in-law and my mom but it was like nuts getting in there and yeah it was busy it was super busy every single time we walked through so So did it seem like the merch was all like pretty well uh like stocked like was there stuff like i know i asked you to look for things like did you even like i asked you to look for spirit jerseys like did you see spirit jerseys in stock like was there just stuff that you couldn't find no so i couldn't find either of the spirit jerseys you two wanted and i looked meticulously everywhere (laughs) we went i looked at the water park i looked specifically for that um they did have some of the spirit jerseys for the 50th and some of the stuff for the 50th in stock um but it was like going very quickly yeah Um, and it was the lines were nuts like uh, we snuck into when we were paying for the soap dispensers we went from one section that had like mapped out queue lines to another section where there was there was a little bit but like it wasn't obvious Mm -hmm. and so we paid for it over there because it was less of a line but yeah I mean that's the first time I've stood in a long line to pay pay for merch at Disney right Um, I've always just walked up to the counter it's not usually like it's never like busy busy it reminds me right. of like going to like crazy sales like warehouse sales with my mom black friday kid. and yeah 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 black friday is a good way to think of it and so um but we got like we got my my mother-in-law some 50th anniversary uh chocolate dipped oreos and things like that like they had the stuff there um but it was some of it was going very quickly yeah um was so, there yeah, any I, like oh sorry 
You're okay. Good. You're good. I was just going to ask if there was any, like, I don't know, like, weird or, like, interesting, like, 50th merch that, like, I don't know, like, anything that, like, stands out in your mind that was like, oh. Why did they make this? Yeah. Why, why did they make this? <laughs> I, so it didn't super appeal. Like, the 50th stuff didn't super appeal to me because even though I appreciate Disney World, like, I'm not that invested in it being 50 years old, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, even just like I—I I mean, I've been there three times in the last ten years. I went there once as a kid, right? Um, so I don't have like a family connection to it because we live so far away. I'm in—I'm in Wyoming. I grew up in Utah. Uh, but I'm trying to think. Like, I don't remember there being anything that I was like, "Oh, this is super weird." Mm-hmm. Like maybe like notebooks and stuff, because like. That's a really expensive notebook, you know, like, and, yeah. And then do you yeah. use it or do you just leave it on a shelf useless? Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. I thought the, the soap dispensers were super cute and I'm like wondering why I didn't buy one for myself now. <laughs> like, well, I wouldn't have anywhere to put it. That's why. Um, <laughs> but like, I thought that that was really cute and kitschy because I'd heard you can only get those in Tokyo Disneyland. And like, mm-hmm. it surprised me that that shelf was actually fully stocked. Um, yeah. Maybe so, people didn't realize what they're missing out on. And oh, this is the one thing. So they had fifth like merch that looked like it was from the seventies that was pre weathered. And I was like, I'd buy oh. my mom one of these shirts, but it already looks like it's been worn for twenty years. Right. You right. Know? <laughs> like I don't want to buy something that already looks old. I'd rather buy her something new in that aesthetic. Right. Um so we skipped some of those and like didn't buy even though I think my mom would have enjoyed something like that, but it already looked, it looked really weathered. It wasn't even like kind of slightly weathered. It was really weathered. So that's weird to me. I think the idea of doing like stuff from the seventies, like that's a really good idea. Like, and then like weathering, I can like see, but like, I don't know. Disney, like buying merch, like it's always like so many times you put it back because it's just so expensive, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, we went, like I said, we looked for the spirit jerseys that you two had asked for. Like, we went to World of Disney. There, They had some at the water park. That's where I found the rose gold one that I was like, hey, hey do you want this one? Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of them were just, like, some spirit jerseys were really common, but they weren't as cute. <laughs> yeah. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. um. Oh, sorry. Mabel. Yeah, Mabel, you should ask some questions because I've been asking all the questions. So of all the 50th anniversary treats that you tried, I mean, you sent us pictures of quite a few. Which one was the best? Ooh, uh, probably that cupcake that I got. That one, the the top one that has like the little fondant 50th anniversary thing. That that was just like a vill- vanilla cupcake with uh, just regular whipping cream. And that was yeah. probably my favorite. Like the, the, the really caramel one at the... Oh, with the little chocolate medallion? Uh, yeah, that was at the German Pavilion. That one is also very good. Um, anything at the... Uh, well, we did have a pumpkin cupcake, a pumpkin caramel cupcake at the Germany Pavilion that was not very good. But that one Aww. was also very good. That yeah. sounds, that's disappointing because that sounds like it would be so good. I know. It was just super dry. It was super dry. And uh, then my husband sucks. went and bought us a water bottle, and we stopped in Italy to eat. <laughs> and he went to buy a water bottle, and apparently it was imported, and he paid fifteen dollars for it. But he's so like <laughs> socially awkward; he wasn't like, "Oh no," he didn't think to ask because you're not going to assume it's going to be a fifteen dollar water bottle, right? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a little adventure. Yeah. So, was there a lot of like 
this never really occurred to me, but now it's like obvious that I'm thinking about it. But like, was there like a lot of like food like specialty for the fiftieth? I wouldn't say there's a ton, but there is. There are a few things around the parks if you're looking. Like we went, we did a lot of um, reservation dining this time. We'd never done. We'd done like one before or two before a trip. And this time we ate at the Brown Derby Diner. They had a filet mignon that was for the 50th. The Skipper Canteen, I think, had a 50th themed. Occasionally they had like 50th, uh, they'd have like uh, at the water park, they had like an iridescent ice cream you could buy. Ooh. Um, cool. Yeah. So they did have some. I wouldn't say it was like everywhere, um, but I think they're both balancing Halloween stuff with right. 50th. Right. Stuff. Yeah, that's going to be a real balancing act, like, at Christmas, because at Christmas, like, there's also all the decorations, and, like, right now there's all the decorations for the 50th, too, right now. Yeah. So only Main Street is Halloween right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. That's usually... There's really not much Halloween around Disney World, or around Magic Kingdom itself. Um, Nor the other parks, really. I mean, they have, like, Halloween-themed treats, but there's not a ton of, like, Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I know that like for Halloween, the Halloween time, I'm n- not saying this well, but there are like costume variants for the char- fa- characters and face characters. Did they get those for the fiftieth too? Uh yes, because we ran into. Um, I saw a video of them, and then we ran into Pluto and Goofy. They like come to the hotels apparently and Ooh. do like appearances, and so they both had outfits and like goofy had like a suit with in the gold and the blue and Aww. he had like golden shoes <laughs> um That's yeah so they, he looked fancy um we didn't like we don't we're not big fireworks or performance people so i didn't see a ton other than that but i'm sure i know mini has like a really pretty like it's so pretty. i think it's supposed to be bluish but it's like that kind of blue transforming into purple kind of color like like mm-hmm. how the castle looks right now right yeah so i know she had that but i just didn't see it while we were there so obviously like we've only seen pictures of the castle like in pictures is does the castle like look as beautiful in person as it does like in the photos yes it does it looks stunning and the, the theming of the castle is the theming around that whole like area I can't remember what it's called, but like the whole circular yeah. area to go to the yeah. different museums, it all has those like, uh, it all has that same theming. And so it's really pretty. And like, so we, this is after the picture I showed you guys uh, is after we'd walked out of the haunted mansion at night. And I'm not usually one to like take pictures of just the lands because I've been there before and I'm never going to look at it again on my phone. <laughs> but I was like, wow, that castle just looks stunning. I have yeah. to take a picture. And so it was just gorgeous. It is nice. pretty. And so is the uh, uh, Spaceship Earth ball, the ball at Epcot. Just as Yeah, because they've yeah. added new lights to it. I yes. forgot about that. And yeah. is it, like, I think I've, like, read this, but I might be making it up. Like, do the lights, like, like do stuff? Like, make patterns? I th- Well, they kind of move and stuff. I haven't, I, uh, yeah. We didn't see it for very long because we were walking out, but I just remember looking at it and being like, wow, this is pretty. Yeah. Like, um, I bet it does when you, we don't, we see, we didn't stay for the fireworks or anything because I heard from everyone how crazy they've been. Like the mm-hmm. fireworks and the different performances, like on the water. Right. Um, so I, I can't remember what the new show is called there. So we were usually trying to like get out 
<laughs> at that point. <laughs> like, let's let's flee. Um but it's just it's gorgeous overall. I think the improvements are good and fun. Right. It is not the twenty fifth anniversary birthday cake castle. That oh, like, my I, gosh. That. I was actually disappointed that it didn't look like that because I thought maybe it did, and then I was like, oh no, this is older. <laughs> <laughs> People were genuinely upset about that. It yeah. It was like funny. a big controversy. That there that is the one thing I notice is there are some fans that are very upset about certain things. Like the new they they oh were very God. upset about the new fireworks shows. Oh, and I'm one of those had, people. Uh <laughs> missed the old fireworks show. That yeah. song made me cry every time. Yeah. I I was in a server where we were discussing like they might have updates to like it's all rumors, but updates to the uh rock and roller coaster. And someone oh. on TikTok has suggested like theme it after a goofy movie. And it was interesting <gasps> to watch. Like that you're trying to get really good. Yeah. And everybody was like, that's good. And then got one guy was like, but I don't really want them to change it. And it was weird because he's the one who first had started the discussion. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I'm not super invested either way. Like, I don't really care if it changes. But like, I thought this was a cool idea. You know, yeah. Like, I have, the, I do not pin my hopes on the states of Dizzy's rides because I know they can change at any moment. Right. Um, right. So, but I thought it was. It was also cool. I could post pictures of this too. We got to see uh, Tron. Like you oh. can, if you ride the People Mover, you can see a lot of the construction going on there. And cool. uh, the Guardians ride looks a lot closer. And so I think there will be fun things to see once those things open. I'm yeah. actually really excited about the Guardians ride. I know some people aren't because I I think Mint might be one of those people because Epcot Epcot purists like keep the IP out of Epcot. But uh, I'm just really excited for Marvel it's, stuff. It's coming because we did Red Ratatouille. It's happening. Yeah. So I, I didn't feel that different. So right. like, I like it's. I accept that IP is going to happen in Epcot, but like, at least make it make sense. Like, like I just I feel like Guardians doesn't fit there. Like I like no. oh it happens in space. Well, a lot of things happen in space, buddy. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I wish that they would just, like, stick everything that's, like, miscellaneous in Hollywood Studios. Like, they made it work with Galaxy's Edge. And that's just where I want to put, like, all the random stuff. Yeah. It'll just be interesting to see how that turns out. It's definitely way at the front of the park. And, like, the right side of, of the area after the Epcot ball was, like, closed. Like, you had to weave in oh. around by Guardians to get into the parks. It was pretty so crazy. There is a lot of construction going on at Epcot Epcot right now, right? Yeah, there's a ton. Yeah. At the front at least. Yeah. So and did you ride uh is Remy's adventure open? It was. It opened uh I think it opened the first or the second. Um and so if you wrote it, could you tell us non spoilery how it is? Yes, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> um <laughs> So again, it is it is the queue. So my husband got up and I had told him, like, just be on there. Be on your phone at 6.59. And since we were in the hotel, that is the one benefit of the hotel. You can get in the queue without being physically at the park. Um, that is nice. Cool. So we he got he got us numbers and we were queuing for about 2 o'clock. And mm -hmm. it was on time. It was probably like 20 minutes late. Um, That's not too bad. It is very cute. I've actually never seen Ratatouille. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but 
we still wanted to write it to have like the experience. And so once you get inside, it does feel like you're queuing through like a like a restaurant, and then an area that looks like a France at night, and it is a different ride experience. You can tell they're moving more towards like using video screens like they did with Flight of Passage, mm-hmm. but okay. in a very immersive way. The only thing that I don't love about some of these experiences is you have to wear 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. And so with the mask, because you're indoors, it's, it's a little tricky up. not getting it to fog up. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I really liked it. I heard some people say they weren't that interested in it. It's not something like Rise of the Resistance that I'd probably spend, you know, an hour in line to ride. Right. Um, I might spend 30 minutes in line to ride. <laughs> right. You know, um, and that's only like to check it off my list for the trip. Uh, right. Still fun though. Uh, from an engineering perspective, my husband really thought it was fascinating how they're how the ride carts move. Um, and I don't want to spoil too much of that, but like, there's not a track. There's mm-hmm. not a track. Um, so uh, if you've ridden Ride of the Rise of the Resistance, it's similar to that. Yeah, I think we can do that. Say that without spoiling too much. Yeah. So, and it's a cute. It's at the back. Like it's at the. You have to go kind of around behind the French Pavilion to see it. Um, and they were really kind of only letting people who had queued in do that. I'm sure you could walk back there if you really wanted to, but they were kind of like, this is for Remy. This is for Ratatouille. Um, Mm -hmm. and they did have like a pop-up shop, um, between England or, uh, yeah, England and Canada with the Remy merch, but, uh, that was there on like Tuesday, but it was gone by Sunday when we went. Mm. So I don't know if it's only open like during the week when they can manage the crowds a little better or what, mm. or if they just sold enough merch. Cause there was a bunch more merch at the uh, creations colors shop at the front of Epcot. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, you said, oh. oh, Mabel, go ask a question. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait, now I'm on the spot. Um, so, I do remember there being like a little bit of fall decoration. I'm sure most of the fall decoration in Epcot was related to the food and wine festival, but like, did they keep the Halloween decorations more consistent in the rest of the parks? I know you said magic kingdom was largely 50th anniversary stuff, but did they still do all their fall stuff in the other parks? I don't remember a lot of it. Like I don't remember a lot of Halloween theming in the other parks. Okay. And maybe I just missed it. Um, Right. But I remember mostly just Main Street. Like we got that we I put a picture I think in the chat of us like with the pumpkins behind us. That's right. the bulk of like the fall decorations that I saw. Yeah. So. That's and that's even smaller than I remember. From what uh, my memory of that exact spot in Magic Kingdom was that it was a giant Mickey head pumpkin. So yeah. I'm really surprised that they've toned back the Halloween as much as they have in favor of the 50th. Like, I know the 50th is a huge big deal for them, but they've always been known for their holiday decorations. So I'm wondering how this is going to affect Christmas, you know? Yeah, I think the focus is definitely on the 50th. Yeah. Yeah. Which is uh, neat. It is a big thing. It's cool. Yeah. And, like, they're only going to be doing it, like, the one time, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. Which is also, like crazy to think about like they put in like obviously it's a big deal but like this is so much work for like and like so much like material for something that they are never gonna do again like none of these decorations are gonna be used again right 
I am like so thrown off, like not being able to see you, Mabel. Like I feel like I keep interrupting you because I can't see you. <laughs> a little bit, but then it started doing the weird glitchy thing again. Yeah. Also, so, like, see, I... but I'm still interrupting you, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> my allergies have been kicking in, so I've just been like ugly blowing my nose every few minutes. <laughs> I just mute my mic when I do it. All right, tell us about the water parks because I've never been, but like oh, I've yeah. always wanted to go. I've never been as a (laughs) grown-up. To be honest, like, some of this comes from, uh, like, we, I used to go, go, go when we went to Disney World, but I had some conversations with, like, your husband, uh, Mint, and, like, he would tell me how you guys would lay it out. Like, you'd take breaks and, like, go back to the hotel for a bit, park hop, things like that. And I was like, well, let's, let's try to do that. Let's model our vacation after that where we're not killing ourselves in the first three days and then, like, my feet hurt. And so I was like, well, let's take a day and let's just go to the water park and we'll go to a park in the evening. And so we went to uh, Blizzard Beach. The other one is closed. Typhoon Lagoon is no longer open. Right. We went to Blizzard Beach. And so it is modeled after like a ski resort that's melting. Mm -hmm. Um, And and the theming's cute. We went in and we, uh, they also have like, uh, for purchase, you can buy like an area, like a shaded area you can rent basically. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, well, maybe we'll do that so we have, like, a special place where we can put our stuff. Because you kind of, you can get lockers and stuff, too. Be kind of, you know, you kind of have to, like, abandon your shoes somewhere. Right. Um, and so we went up to the guys and we were like, hey, can we get one of these booths? And he was like, you know, you can, but it's not worth it for just the two of you. And it's not busy enough to get it. He's like, we'll get your, it's Disney. They'll get your money another way. But I'm not going to have you buy this and not really have a benefit from it. And, like, the cheapest one was $45. So, like, I really appreciated that. (laughs) But it was, like, it was fun. Um, They have, like, different sorts of slides. They have a big wave pool. Uh, Jake did the – Jake is my husband. He did the, like, the drop ride, like, the water drop where you, like – Go straight down yeah. for a little bit. I was way too scared to do that as a child. I, yeah, I wouldn't. I'm too scared to do it as an adult in my 30s. <laughs> um, right. So, but the the slides were fun. It is a lot of walking, and that can still be. It's like the, the textured walking because it's on mm-hmm. like like the the textured concrete, so you don't slip. Yeah. Right? Um, but I would say, especially like I I don't think any of us have kids, but if you have kids and you need a day that isn't as busy. <laughs> And where you can, they have specific areas for children and teens. So you can kind of like, and you're in a Disney park, you know, your kids are relatively safe. Like you could be nearby. Uh, They also have a a lazy uh, river that like loops the entire park. So we jumped in there at one point to ride to a different spot. Nice. Uh, Yeah. So it's still a lot of walking. Like we were like, oh, we'll walk a lot less. It's still a lot of walking. Because everything in Disney World is walking. Yeah. Uh, it was like, it was easier, an easier day, I think, on our bodies overall. Yeah. And it felt relaxing. <laughs> and it took all the color out of my roots. Because um, I have purple hair. Yeah. So it, like, it was pretty hard on, on my hair. So I had to do a touch-up while I was in Disney World. But that's just the nature of chlorine. <laughs> yeah. They've got to yeah. industrially bleach that shit. Especially in the You're time of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't let me think about that. Don't let me think about that. But yeah, the slides are really fun. The theming's really cute. That was where I saw the, the like ice cream cone that was for the 50th. We didn't buy it, though. But yeah. Mabel, did you have any more questions? 
Um. Oh, so you, you guys missed all of the Genie Pass stuff or the Genie Plus, whatever the hell it's going to be called. Yeah. Yes, we okay. missed all of it. Yeah. <laughs> So I wasn't, I didn't remember what dates it started. So my final question was about that because we've kind of covered all of the questions that I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> so while we're talking about Genie Plus really quick, I'm just going to like interject this story that I saw on TikTok. Oh, God. Like disclaimer, I saw this on TikTok. Like it might not be true because <laughs> yeah. people lie on the internet, which is a shocker to all Actually, of us. Can, I'll but, um, this and fact check while you're. I saw this and it was like, and uh, this was already secondhand, like from the person who was making this TikTok, but they were like, oh yeah, like this cast member, you know, like a group came up to them and was like, hey, can we use our genie pass to pass pass on this ride? And the cast member was like, oh no, like genie plus, it's not out yet. Like I can't, I can't let you, you know, use a genie plus pass on this ride. Like it's not available yet. And the people were like, no, like it's a genie pass. And they were like... Yeah, no, like Genie Plus isn't out yet. So come to find out, Genie Passes are what you get when you are on a Make-A-Wish trip. And these people were asking yeah. for something that they actually had. And the cast member didn't oh, know no, what a Genie child. Pass was. And basically, this child on a Make-A-Wish trip didn't yes. get to skip the line because... Yep. You know, this is what happens in big companies where people push stuff out and, you know, who who would have thought How that like did they not realize we already have a thing named this. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I found an article from 2019 predating the announcement of the Genie Pass and this TikTok by quite a bit that yes, as a wish kid, you get what is called a Genie Pass. It's your own version of a fast pass without the scheduling. Okay. Yeah. For but characters, yeah. for rides, everything, you get to go to the front of the line. But like it's just it's crazy to me that like Disney is a company like didn't foresee this and that there's like cast members. Obviously this is not their fault. They're not trained. But like why wouldn't you train people for like right. make a wish stuff? Like because that's a really bad PR, like if shit like this happens, like Right. This you know? very ill child. Because you right. have to be quite ill to qualify for right. Make-A-Wish. Right. Yeah. This family's already going through enough and then they get turned away from a ride. Yeah. I, like, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm laughing. Like, I'm laughing at the horribleness Disney's of the company. Stupidity. Not the fact You're that, like... Disney yeah. stupidity. Yeah. yeah. But, not like, the it's family just... that got screwed by this. Yeah. That's horrible. And it's I awful. hope that the rest of their day went a lot better than that and a lot more smoothly. Yes. Well, once um, it's approved and scheduled with Disney, it's in the hands of the cast members. So you know it was wonderful because the cast members are wonderful. Right. Right. <laughs> the best part of Disney. Yep. All right. Muse, to close out, do you just want to, like, tell us, like, maybe, like, your favorite, like, ride experience, like, your favorite meal or your snack, and then maybe, like, your least favorite experience about this trip? Or maybe like yeah. start with that and then end on a good note. Okay, or we'll start. That's I don't a good know. Idea. We'll start with it. <laughs> what was the worst? I don't. I mean, the the bus problem was probably the worst. I do miss having like I am one of the people that like yes, the genie plus thing sucks, but I wish we would have had it because I we didn't ride as many rides as we would have. Um, yeah. Right. Because I just thought I'm not waiting 45 minutes. I'm not. I'm not waiting 45 minutes to an hour for something in the yeah. hot Florida sun. You know, unless I really want to go on it. Um, 
Oh, I have another quick question really quick. I'm going to interrupt oh, yeah. you. You're Is okay. there still six foot distancing like in lines? No, or are they not? That's gone. No. That's okay. gone. Um, Interesting. People still distance themselves a little. Like people usually, unless you had someone who was a jerk, like kept three to four feet away from you. Yeah. Um, and some people still wore their masks in line, even if you were outside. Um, I didn't feel the need to unless we were like pretty close to people and because you're in the sun the air is open we're right. good um so yeah how many i'm gonna interrupt you again and ask you yeah, another go, question go, go, go. like just because i know you're a very prepared person so like for other people to like base their plan on like how many masks did you bring like okay. and did you sweat through them and were <laughs> yeah. they nasty not that you're nasty but it is florida it is you're florida. in a swamp <laughs> so i made about 20 masks um so I made about 20 masks for my husband and I um between the two of us and I made some that like fit over our ears and some we could wear over our head and we ended up just wearing like the ones that you could wear just over your ears. Right. Uh, and I made them like cotton based with a polypropylene layer and it, it was a 3D like pattern so it kept the mask kind of away from the front of your face. Yeah. And right. those I did great. Like I could wear one of those all day on right. and off. And did well. I one morning, um, I had made, I had made one to go with my haunted mansion outfit that went over my head, and I thought, oh well, that's not going to work because I don't want to have to be pulling it up and down all day. Mm-hmm. Right, that's fair. So I just wore like a black uh, surgical mask, and I hated it. <laughs> it was not fun. But I think it depends on like your, if you're used to texture. Like I have some sensory stuff, and so I need stuff that's not like constantly rubbing against me and. Yeah. So, so definitely bring different kinds and see what what feels good to you in the Florida sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or hopefully in like maybe maybe eventually we won't have to wear them anymore. But like yeah. yeah. For Get the foreseeable future. <laughs> yes. Get vaccinated. Both my husband and I are vaccinated and we didn't nobody got covid on this trip. We we Yay! wore our masks very religiously but like yeah. So if we were indoors our masks were on. We didn't interact up close with very many people. Like occasionally we'd talk online, but like that was it. So yeah. Right. As like someone who in the before times just got <laughs> sick, like got the flu at Disney. Every, like I'm going to keep wearing masks at Disney just because like it's a, like they're, you're surrounded by children and they're, the children, children are, disgusting. are they're disgusting. We love kids. <laughs> I love them, gross. but I wish they would stop licking everything. <laughs> oh, Yeah. I had a, we did visit my sister and her son is three. So he's lived most of his <laughs> life during the COVID era. And we went and we we're sitting at a park bench and he full on saw something on the table and leaned down to lick it off the table. Yeah. Um, because yeah. that kid is used to eating at home where that's okay. And we were all like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but child, no, you're too brave. You're too strong. <laughs> it's all right. absolutely no fear. so to close this out like what were your like favorite memories like top top three memories oh man that's that is super hard because like i i have been a (laughs) so i've been a star wars fan all my life we have a dog named lobaka who is named after a character from the books that no longer count um and i was a huge solo fan so yeah i built my lightsaber and i was not going to do that but your husband again was like you need to do it you've got to do it it's like a religious experience you have to do it and I was like, fine, I'll do it. And he was correct. If you are a huge Star Wars fan, 
you need to like either build a lightsaber or a droid. They were both amazing experiences. It's worth the money. You walk away with a one of the kind souvenir that you're not going to get anywhere else. You know? Yeah. Um, like that so you those, made. Yeah, that you made, and you go through the. I, I I heard a couple people like I've heard a couple people like oh the Star Wars thing wasn't that great, but I thought it was wonderful. And these are people like not that we're not at the parks with us this time. Uh, it, I have never seen so many like men in their 30s and 40s, like kitty. <laughs> no, like struggling with indecision. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get to choose between four different like setups, and like I, I, there were so many men who were like, I just didn't know which one to choose. I was, I mean, this is a one choice thing. This is 200 dollars. Like, it's just funny. But that was probably one of my favorites was the lightsaber. And then like we got home, and my mother immediately wanted to hold it. It's, it's, it's really special uh rise of the resistance also Don't spoil it too much for mabel <laughs> i well, haven't been um, on it i can't wait it is really i so i i am lucky that i have people in my life who also told me to go in as clean as i could so i'd seen like yeah. a couple videos on tiktok or whatever but i went in mostly clean and it was completely worth it uh it is if you like star wars it's a dream it is like it is I just can't, I can't describe it. Like, there are things you see in there that I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, like, so excited to see that in a ride. Because you there feel like, like you're really there. Yeah, there are, like, very oh, few oh. times in my life that I have, like, literally gasped out loud. And, like, I'm pretty sure all of those times, like, were, like, in Rise of the Resistance. Like, that there are certain reveals that are, like, literally so shocking that you gasp. Like, yeah. and I'm not, like a very easily startled person like and like the suspension of disbelief in that ride is incredible like you like totally forget like the plane of existence that you exist on and you're like i exist like in this universe yeah it feels it's a ride that makes me feel like rides did when i was a kid yeah yeah it's that level of immersive i would say for sure Um, I'm going to attack this one together. Like, seeing the Millennium Falcon. Like, because oh it's a full-size Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Like, I I had shivers. Um, I don't know. I, I connect, like, I connect Han and Leia a lot with my parents. And so, and my dad passed away when I was 20. And so, like, I don't know. It was nice to be looking at the Millennium Falcon and thinking about Space Dad. Um, <laughs> but there was one day, my third favorite experience was there was one day, I mean, I'm sorry that it's all Hollywood Studios, but it is. Uh, we wore, I wore a outfit based on Leia's Cloud City outfit, and my husband was in his Han Solo outfit, and Chewie and Ray were up on, they're, they, they're not wandering the lands anymore, they like have an area that's kind of blocked off, and there's right. two levels, so they were up on like the balcony of their area. Chewie saw us in the crowd, pointed at us, and was like, stay there, <laughs> I'm coming down, and Aww. so... He came down, and I have a. I'll I'll share it in the chat so you guys can see it. And you, you could that one. I would be happy with you posting to the blog if you wanted to. But he came down to see us, and I have a selfie Aww. of us like, with him in the background. And like you could tell, he was excited. Aww. Chewie was as excited to see us. You know, his friends. Um, Aww. as we were. And and uh, they do let you dress up. You can't go in full cosplay. We did meet a guy right. who like had tried to flirt with those lines a little bit and got in trouble because my mm-hmm. husband did have like a black, he had like a white Henley and a black vest and like Han's belt. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like shorts and, and Ked's um, like yeah. you know, sneakers. 
And uh, he was like, how did you get the belt in here? And I'm like, well, it's pretty obvious that, like, my husband's not in full cosplay. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and mine was just, like, a maroon dress with a white, like, sleeveless over, I don't know, roby thing and a white belt. So it wasn't, like... I, and I have purple hair, so I'm obviously yeah. not identical to Leia. <laughs> like, I never right. try to wear a wig or anything. Like, I did have fake braids that I wore to have the right hairstyle, but, like, yeah. But it's really fun to dress that way. Like, we got tons of compliments. People were really excited. Yeah. So, just, I don't know. Anytime we spent in Hollywood Studios was my favorite. Um, yeah. And my favorite meal was... <sighs> That's a hard one, too. Uh, Probably the <laughs> filet mignon at the Brown Derby Diner. It was way too expensive, but it was very good. Yeah. I've never eaten there. Did you like it? I I did. It's it if you like old school Hollywood vibes, it, that's what it is. It's like going into an old school Hollywood diner. I like I don't know that I'd go there again cuz it's not I like experiential dining at Disney. Yeah. So, it was kind of fun to do once. The food was very good. Yeah. Um but I'd probably pick different restaurants if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have one last question that we didn't touch on and like, and then we can wrap this up for real. Like, but like, what was like the entertainment situation? Like, I know like the shows are not like, there are some shows, but like, you know, and like you said, like the face characters, like aren't walking around kind of the way they used to, like they're in more like isolated areas, obviously. Uh, What was your overall experience with the entertainment? Like. It was a little bit of a bummer because I knew um, we actually came home and watched like the the special on Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge, and mm-hmm, so right. seeing that, I was like, "Oh, we!" Because my mother in law's like, "Are they sneaking around? Are you seeing the rebels? Are you interacting with a bunch of?" Th-? No, you can only see them in one space. Yeah. Uh, so you don't get as much of that immersion that way. Mm-hmm. But like the cast members are still like bright suns, and like when we were building our joy, the cast member I mentioned that we. We're going to do a facade for our house for Halloween that is Mandalorian themed. And we have a, a child. Oh my gosh. We have a little a baby Yoda doll that my dog is terrified of. <laughs> and like, he was like, well, you better make sure that like, they don't find the child with you. And like, he, it, uh, the cast members are spot on, even though you're not yeah. Yeah. necessarily the full immersion experience. Um, I'm trying to remember. We really only saw characters when we were there and then at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Epcot, like you can see Anna and Elsa, they've made a little area like where they would normally be in the house behind there. They're actually out front in the yard. Um, yeah. Like a princess Aurora was, they'd blocked off a park kind of like just one of those little like cut off, like walkways that you can walk through if you're just going to walk to the side or down to the water or something. Right. Um, so she was there. So there's built-in six to ten feet distance between them and yeah, people. and th- I think that's fine. Like I think it's good to keep everybody safe. They're right. still interacting with children. They're still talking to people. They didn't have masks on because we were all outdoors. Um, so I think it was still if I had if I had kids and I had taken kids there, I think they'd still get pretty like some bang for their buck. Yeah, it is definitely not as much fun as like. We walked past, so the American Pavilion, there's that row where they usually have a bunch of characters lined up. And right, seeing right. that empty did make me a little sad. <laughs> um, just because I've, I've been down that row with, like, my niece. And 
watched her. She's one of those kids that like everybody gets excited. Like we go to New York and someone's playing music and like she'll start dancing and everybody stops to look at how cute oh. the little the little one is. And so she's very charismatic. And so I thought back to like those times and I was a little sad. <laughs> but it's okay. Um but everything's distanced mostly. And even right. that this is one other thing we noticed. A lot of the cues are set up outside as much as possible. Mm. So like you're walking more through the inside cues in a lot of ways than you would have been before. Like we right. queued for Haunted Mansion and they had weaved the line around out, out outside of the gate. And it was only a 20 minute wait. So we think that that was probably another like distance thing where yeah. several of the rides, they're trying to queue you outside the ride as much as possible. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But it was still good. Um, I like we didn't see any of the shows really or anything. We didn't stay for fireworks because I'm just not that kind of person. Um, like if I if it's a choice between fireworks or a 20 minute line for Haunted Mansion, I'm gonna choose Haunted Mansion. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't know. It felt different, but honestly, there was more difference with. Uh, I thought it. I was worried it would make me really sad, and it didn't. It felt different, but it felt more different because like so many of the perks and the the organizing people was gone right and i know they're introducing that back and so it'd be interesting to hear like once somebody goes once disney plus or genie plus is enacted like how right. is that gonna... so yeah it's still magical <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters yeah yeah i mean leave it to disney to choose or to find a way to merge the um keeping everybody safe and still preserving the magic you know yeah, mm-hmm. I think they do a good job. Like, I I had heard some people really complain about people taking their masks off. And, like, there were a few people like that. But I don't know. I come from a place where people aren't even wearing masks anymore. And so I was just right, like, yeah. this is great. Almost everyone right. has one on. <laughs> you <Right>. know? <laughs> and if they don't, they get reminded by a cast member to put it back on. Right. Yeah. Somehow I have a feeling that, like, Disney World is, like, the one place in Florida where people are still wearing masks. And that's why we didn't cancel our trip, is because I knew planes have been really good about enforcing it, right. and I knew Disney World would be, too. Because mm-hmm. um, I had really debated, like, um, we hadn't gone since 2019, or 2018, I can't remember. But we hadn't gone in a long time, and we hadn't gone on a vacation, just the two of us, in almost eight years. And so... I really wanted some time somewhere I love. And I it was it was all that and more. So Yeah. That's I feel awesome. like after this year, like we are all just like craving like you know, we all <laughs> say like we're craving like a return to normalcy, but just like a craving like things that we like find very comforting. And I think yeah. like for a lot of us, if you're listening to this podcast, like that's probably Disney World or Disneyland to you. Right. Yeah. And I know with uh just with like our gamer group of friends, like with you guys and with uh like uh, other friends we've played games with in the past, like we've talked about getting together and there were dreams of like going, going down there and maybe spending one day at uh, the park that shall not be named. Uh, You know, like (laughs) I'm looking forward to those things too, but it was nice to be able to do this. uh, Even though I hope that we have more normalcy in the future soon. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been, (laughs) it's so nice to hear it because I don't know if I'm going to experience, get to experience any of the 50th anniversary stuff so it's so neat to be able to see pictures and hear stories yeah. about it all that's awesome 
It is going yeah. for 18 months. Uh, just so you're oh, aware. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. It's got a while, so fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah. Right. Buy your tickets now. Disney, give us royalties. And <laughs> if you want to go to like them. any of the holiday stuff, make sure you're... Oh, that was... This is one thing I should share. If you want to go to any of the holiday stuff or any of the fireworks packages, you need to be on the system as early as possible. <laughs> like, yeah. Some of it at 5.45 in the morning. Wow. Um, which is which is 3.45 for me because I'm on mountain time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, just one hot tip from the girl who missed out on a couple things she wished she could have done. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for giving us your trip report. I know, like, this is such a weird time for, like, planning, so I'm sure a lot of people are going to be really grateful for it, just to, like, hear your experiences about it. Yeah. yeah. Ha- absolutely happy to do that. Okay, so now it's time for Disney Channel Original Movie or Fever Dream, where Mint will describe a Disney Channel Original Movie and a completely made-up synopsis, and I will have to guess which one is the real Disney Channel movie. So, Mint, let's hear it. I'm excited, because I think this is the first one where I have moved into, like, modern movies. So both of these will be descriptions of movies that have happened in the last ten years. Okay, hopefully this is not the one you've done. Just forewarning you, stay away from the Zombies movie. I've never yeah, watched I re- it. Yeah, I remember because we talked about okay. that one. My coworker was obsessed with it. <laughs> like head over heels obsessed. All right, are you ready for movie number one? Yes. My Teacher is a Mummy is a 2014 Disney Channel original movie and follows Glenn, a high school freshman who for an elective... Uh, takes ancient civilizations. The eccentric Miss Patterson teaches the class in a museum-like classroom filled with strange, mysterious artifacts from ancient civilizations. Dared by upperclassmen and eager to prove himself as a cool guy, Glenn steals a jade scarab from Miss Patterson's classroom artifacts because nothing says cool like stealing stuff that teachers provide to enrich your education. That, that they night, had to pay for out of their own pocket. Right, that she paid for. She paid for. for this priceless artifact out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on him. The teacher definitely stole it. No teacher makes enough to do that. Yep. <laughs> that <laughs> night, a full moon, Glenn leaves the scarab on his windowsill in the light of the moon. The next day, overcome with guilt, he returns the scarab to Miss Patterson. Miss Patterson forgives him. That is, until she wakes up the next day, a mummy. Miss Patterson makes her way to Glenn's house, which is made easier because it is the weekend of Halloween and she can pretend to be a scary Halloween decoration without being noticed. At Glenn's house, the two realize that when Glenn left the scarab on its windowsill, the full moon charged it, engaging its power to bring back someone from the dead. Except Miss Patterson wasn't dead, so logically it turned her into a mummy. Because the spell didn't work as intended, they only have until midnight that night to reverse the spell, or Miss Patterson will be a mummy forever. Glenn and Miss Patterson (laughs) have to spend the rest of the day acquiring ingredients to make a spell to reverse the Scarab's powers. It is pretty easy to imagine the montage that follows. They go to a mall to the Hot Topic knockoff store to get an onk-shaped necklace. They steal a goat from a local petting zoo as a symbolic sacrifice, and the goat spends the rest of its on-screen time eating the bandages off of Miss Patterson. That night, which is Halloween, Miss Patterson and Glenn read the incantation only moments before midnight, turning Miss Patterson back into a living person. 
course. And um, you had me on. I'm sure you can imagine the montage that followed until you said they stole a goat from the local petting zoo. I'm like, nope, didn't imagine that. <laughs> and of course, last minute save. And like, it's got the possible moral of like, stealing is bad. Don't cave to peer pressure. Right. Um, so, ooh, that's a good one. That's All right. Are you one. ready for movie number two? Yes. Invisible Sister is a 2015 Disney Channel original movie following Cleo, a teenage girl living in the shadow of her older sister, Molly, whose popularity gets her recognized by everyone at school. Although Cleo is hardly noticed compared to her sister, she's an excellent student, but is introverted and somewhat sarcastic and cynical. Cleo's science teacher, Mr. Perkins, sees her potential in science and decides that she needs a challenge for her class project. Uh, She is supposed to determine a mystery substance and transform it into its crystal state. As she works on the experiment at home, Molly, her sister, hosts a dinner for her lacrosse team. A moth flies by and distracts Cleo, (laughs) causing her to accidentally spill unknown chemicals into her solution. The steam produced ends up turning the moth invisible, causing Cleo to chase it around the house full of guests before it gets away. Later, while Molly, the popular sister, is preparing for bed, the moth returns, attracted to the light from the bathroom. The moth flies close to the light, gets killed, and falls into the cup of water containing an acid Molly is about to drink, and she unknowingly consumes the moth, which renders her invisible. So all up just for the plot of the movie. If what the follows... moth is invisible, how does she know it came back? <laughs> she doesn't. The, the audience knows. Oh, oh okay. All right. What follows are the exact hijinks you love and expect from this kind of movie. The girls must find a way to make Molly visible. And while doing this, they attend school Halloween parties, kiss boys, and learn about sisterly love. Cleo finds the missing ingredient to the antidote to make Molly visible again, which isn't love, but antacid, because that's what she put in the water that like she drank. And that's how they're able to return Molly back to the realm of the scene. Oh my god. So antacid caused it, so antacid will fix it. Yes, that's how science works. Yes. <laughs> Just like, I love how her, like, chemistry teacher was like, I have, like, these chemicals I'm gonna give this teenager that turn people invisible. Right. Anything that could have such a severe reaction with something is not a chemical that you should just be giving to teenagers. Yes. You shouldn't be sending mystery chemicals ho- of any oh, kind right. home with a teenager. Right. There, I can't... I, I, I don't know. I can't think of a chemical that would be safe to send home with a teenager. Right. Unsu- like, why wouldn't you supervise that? You could do that in class. Yeah. <laughs> that is a hundred... I mean, I know they needed it for the plot point, but... This plot point could have also happened in class. She accidentally turned the moth invisible in class, and it, like, gets trapped in her backpack or something. Right. You know. We didn't have to make the teacher irresponsible. (laughs) Oh, my God. These are really good. These are both really good. And props for making them both Halloween-themed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To round off our not airing in spooky month, but spooky month episodes. Yeah. I'm gonna say my teacher is a mummy is the real one. Shockingly, Invisible Sister is real. No fucking way. Yes. Like, oh my god. (laughs) So I'm like looking at this movie and like I didn't even get to like 
the meat of the plot because all of that set up just to be like, and this is how she turns invisible. And I was like, I don't even know how to like pare this down. Which means that you are responsible, solely you are responsible for the line. <laughs> you can imagine the montage that followed. They steal a goat. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm quite proud of you for. But, like, I can totally, like, see that running gag in a Disney movie, though, of, like, the goat just, like, oh, constantly yeah. eating the bandages. Oh, my gosh. They would absolutely do that. Like, I was running this by my husband, and he was like, they don't actually, like, sacrifice the goat, though, right? And I was like, no, it's symbolic, just for just for the lols. <laughs> this is your made-up Disney movie. If you want them to sacrifice the goat, they sacrifice the goat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, well done. Thank you. Well done. One day I will write all of this down and I won't have to come up with it in my head at the last minute. Uh, don't forget to check us out on all the social media, Disney Adults Pod, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, Tumblr, all that good stuff. Go to the Tumblr to see pictures from the trip report and anything else that we come up with. And we will... Talk to you later. <laughs> Love and pixie dust from Mint, Mabel, and Muse. <laughs>